Hello and welcome to Emma's ESL English. So on Tuesday we talked about the history of tea and on Wednesday we talked about making tea for the people in your office and sort of the etiquette around that. And today we're going to talk about the conversations that we have when we're making tea. So as I mentioned it depends on your office. Maybe you just have a little kitchen area, maybe you have a tea room, maybe you have a staff room, maybe you have a lunch room, everywhere's different. And also these conversations may be not having anything to do with tea. You might just be going to the water cooler in your office. The same kind of conversations are gonna happen around the water cooler. Another place these conversations might happen is where having cigarettes. It's a lot less common to smoke these days, in the UK, we still have a lot of smokers and we also still have a lot of people who've moved on to e-cigarettes. I really feel like those are really bad for you. We tend to have smoking areas outside the building. So a lot of these conversations would also happen in the smoking areas. The main difference I would say is if you work in a big office, then the people making tea each day may vary. But the people having cigarettes each day are likely to say the same and it's likely to be a much smaller gang of people. So it's very possible that if you are a smoker, you will see the same people again and again. Consequently, your conversations may become a lot more personal than the tea making conversations. Just a heads up. When you go to make the tea, for the most part, your conversation should be pretty short, we're talking less than 10 minutes, pretty light, we're probably not going into any deep dark secrets or big gossip things, pretty easy for anybody to join into. However, if you know the people, like you've met them every day for the last six weeks, and they told you two weeks ago that they'd bought a new puppy, then probably you've been talking about that puppy for the last two weeks. So some conversations may be continued or may be relevant to something you know about them. Remember last week we were talking about building relationships with people and remembering something from your conversation that you could use to start a new conversation the next time you saw them. Maybe about their wife or their kids or something they're studying or a pet that they have or something that you have in common. All of these things you can use to start a conversation when you're making tea. They are viable options. Today we're going to talk about some other things you could talk about. You could be chatting about weekend activities, right? So if it's a Monday or Tuesday morning and you haven't seen this person since last week, then you can ask them, what did you get up to at the weekend? Or did you do anything fun over the weekend? And you can talk about what you guys were doing, if you were doing the same thing. Remember, if you're talking about just sitting watching TV, what did they watch? Did they go to the movies? What did they see? Any suggestions for you? Anything that they're really loving right now? Good conversations. There might be important stuff that's happened. They've been going out on a date and they're now officially boyfriend and girlfriend or something happened with their family and they're like stressing out, they want to have a rant about it, whatever. So there's a lot of stuff potentially that you could be talking about. Gossip is a key one. It might be gossip about the business. It might be gossip about other co-workers. It might be gossip about something that you all are frustrated about. 
if there's some change that is rumored to be happening in the company, then you might be talking about that. In these tea making situations, we tend to keep it not very deep, but if you know the person well, you could end up talking about something deeper. And that's where you're more likely to end up staying too long making tea. So be warned, if you start to talk about something like somebody getting proposed to, or that puppy doing something crazy, or somebody's husband's leaving them, you're probably going to be there a while. You need an exit strategy. Other things you might talk about, new movies coming out, current events. However, beware of current events that are controversial. It's totally okay to talk about funny stuff that's happened or did you see this, did you see that? And it may be totally okay to talk about politics or royalty or the 4th of July parties. But if there's something really controversial happening in your country right now, for example, in America, the Roe v. Wade argument, that's really controversial. Abortion rights in general are hugely controversial. Avoid them like the plague. You do not want to find out halfway through a conversation that you and a close co-worker are at odds with each other on a really controversial topic. No, it's a disaster. Steer clear. I would say in general, good policy. If it's really controversial, try and avoid talking about it at work. Inevitably, especially at lunchtime, it's possible that people will bring up those conversations. I'm not saying don't join in the conversations, but I'm saying if building work relationships is important to you, then try your best to stay neutral in those conversations or avoid commenting at all. Excuse yourselves from the conversations. The problem is if you get involved in those conversations and you have strong opinions, there's inevitably going to be somebody who disagrees with you. And then everybody's going to feel uncomfortable. Then it's going to become a source of gossip and it turns into a whole thing. It's not what you're trying to attempt with these conversations. So that's why I'm saying avoid controversy when you can. Funny cat videos, whatever. Like if you're watching dumb stuff on Instagram or YouTube, right now I'm into these, it's the stupidest thing. These TV shows that I watch, this person on YouTube takes clips from these TV shows and then makes them hilariously funny and puts a whole bunch of the clips together. So for six minutes, I'm giggling nonstop. It's the funniest thing ever. I have no idea why it's hilarious. I could totally imagine I would chat to people about that. Totally funny cat videos are fine. Anything really that you can talk about that is entertaining. If you've got good stories, something relevant to what you're doing, whatever. <sighs> How to leave. Okay, in general, you want to aim to finish your tea making in less than 10 minutes time depending on how many teas you've got to make and how many kettles are available, that should be sufficient time. It should also be enough time for you to say hello to whoever's making tea, to have a nice little conversation while you're making the tea. Remember to concentrate. Remember to figure out whose tea goes in whose cup and don't get them mixed up while you're holding a conversation. Good luck with that. <laughs> you can see how stressed this used to make me. And then exit. So when you're finished making the tea, you can simply say, 
I better get these out to everybody before they go cold. Exit stage left. If it's an intense conversation that's happening, but there's like five people having the conversation, you can just turn and wave and run away with the tray. Even if one person sees your wave, that's enough. They've figured out that you're leaving and you can run away with your tray. But if it's an intense conversation and only one other person is there, that means it's you and this one person having an intense conversation. You're going to have to pick your time. You're going to have to figure out how important is this conversation. If they are telling you that their husband is leaving, probably the priority goes to the conversation over the tea. The conversation may be very good gossip fodder for later. Although I do not encourage you becoming a gossip at all. But if they're telling you their husband's left or some other big disaster, then you can stand and listen understandingly for as long as you can. You obviously can't solve that problem for them. You can empathize and say, oh, that sounds terrible. I would suggest you talk to your boss so they know that you're stressed out about this. Perhaps you could add. But really, although you want to be supportive, you don't want to be a counselor, right? That's not your job. And especially if they've told you this big thing and you don't feel like they're a really close friend, they might just be offloading to you, but that's a lot of pressure for you to take. So I would say those kind of situations, try and be careful. Try and be supportive without being too engaging because you really don't want to have to take on that burden. And then, as soon as you can, say, I hope everything works out well for you. Or let me know if I can help with anything. Or let me know if you need any more support. And then, I really have to get back to the team. Or, oh, do you know, I'm really sorry. I wish I could stay to talk to you longer. But I've got a meeting at half past. Bye. And go. So if you're talking to somebody and you realize you're getting stuck into this conversation, start thinking, looking at your watch, is something happening that you can make an excuse of? Do you have a ton of work to do? Do you have a meeting coming up that you need to prepare for? Maybe you have a meeting this afternoon and you need to prepare now. Maybe you have a meeting coming up in five minutes. Perfect. Use that. Or maybe, you know, there's one of my team members who's really particular about their tea. I better get it to them before it goes cold. Okay, use the tea. Totally use the tea. The tea's going to go cold at some point. If you're standing there talking for 20 minutes, you're going to have to make the tea again before you go back. So it's okay to leave because the tea's getting cold. Okay? I hope that helps. It's a lot. We're mad about our tea. I would say... Just get the water. <laughs> it's way easier. You're there for two minutes and then you leave. <laughs> I hope it's useful. If you have any questions about this or anything else, please drop me an email at emmaeslenglish at gmail.com. Or alternatively, you can leave a message underneath the blog post in the comment section at www.emmaeslenglish.com. All right, that's it for this week. Have a great week and I'll see you next time. Bye.